0: happy Monday morning, YouTube. Have I got a story for you. Mm. Mm. Look at all that. Look at all that coffee. And for those of you who are later going to be listening on the podcast, good morning to you as well. I'm taking a drink of my coffee and on screen is Stephanie Beatriz Beatriz. Uh, I'm sorry, Stephanie, if I butcher your name. Uh, but it is what it is. She's uh, on Twitter and she's got what the actual expletive at the Academy. And she's got an article pulled up with the same name. Um, Before we get started, guys, uh, feel free to like, share, subscribe, all of that YouTube stuff. Basically, the only way this channel is going to grow in the current YouTube environment and the current podcast environment that is just simply super duper oversaturated is if you guys go out uh, you share this on your socials you share this on Twitter uh, make clips of it of me being stupid and spread it around and direct people to it whatever you need to do um that's the only way this is really gonna grow so if you think I do a good job okay and if you don't think I do a good job, then uh, thumbs down. Um, so let's get let's get started. Let's get into this. Prestigious annual award show, which will take place on, but, but, but they're talking about the Academy Awards. There's nine nominees for Beck's Picture this year. Ford vs. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time on Hollywood, and Parasite. But across all categories, Joker leads the pack with 11 nominations. Close behind 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, with 10 nominations each. Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, each nab 6. Then she wrote What the Expletive. And by the way, I'm going to try and cuss less because YouTube likes it better when you cuss less. And we trying to get paid up in here. Yeah. At any rate. Just like last year. No women were nominated for best director in the acting categories. Only one non-white actor earned a nod. Cynthia Arrivo? Arrivo? Sorry, Cynthia. I'm butchering your name. For playing Harriet Tubman in Harriet. So check this out. First off, first off, let's just address the obvious, the obvious thing right here. And that is, that is. That no women were nominated for Best Director. Now, if I wasn't... uh, If I was stupid um, and not aware of the... I don't know. like, Like, it's not an actual meritocracy like we think it is. Like most people would think it is. I would think looking at the Academy Awards, of course, it's a meritocracy and... It, women directed movies last year, obviously, uh, or over the last year, obviously. So so uh, some of them should have won, maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe they didn't direct good enough movies. We had this same story at the Golden Globes, by the way. Uh, the lady who who runs the Golden Globes was very disappointed that not enough women... Uh, were in the the director category. Not enough women were awarded. The basic idea that I'm getting from all of this is that regardless of what uh, women do or how women do, they want a diversity quota. They want exactly 20 percent women, exactly 20 percent people of color, exactly 20 percent alphabet people representation. Exactly, uh, whatever five or ten percent of this, five or ten percent of that, and then they want white people, <laughs> white people to win there. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I think that's forced. I think it's shoehorned in. And if it's not a meritocracy, then you're just you're just giving stuff to people for no reason other than racial or sexual reasons which is racist and sexist imagine that at any rate here's what caught my eye though while reading this joker leads the pack with 11 nominations joker has all the nominations all of them across all categories joker leads the pack so I was like, "Well, let me let me look into this. Who else is tweeting about this?" Well, E. Alex Jung, Young Jung, senior writer at Vulture and New York Mag. It should be a hate crime. He says a hate crime, but it should be a hate crime for making John Cho and Issa say Joker this many times. Yeah. Ugh. Let's go on to Movie Bob. What's Movie Bob got to say? Movie Bob. In case y'all don't know, he is a pretty good film critic on YouTube. Has some pretty pretty hot takes, but his Twitter feed is just a woke dumpster fire. It, it's it's what would happen if you combined if you combined wokeness with literal just gasoline and matches. Ugh. Case in point. That face when you have 11 nominations, more than any other film nominated, but you're still going to spend the night screaming into your Xbox because girls don't want nice guys. So basically, basically, let me, let me interpret this for you. If you watched and enjoyed The Joker, if you watched and enjoyed that film, or you worked on the film, you are likely a uh, cis white, heterosexual male. And you're a, probably an incel too. You probably ain't getting any. And you're screaming into your Xbox because somehow, despite gamer culture being basically mainstream culture now, somehow it's still cool to to uh, rip on gamers. So so let's just go down here. Let's just go down here and give Bob the old... The old GIF, we're going to give him a GIF in real time. Okay. Boomer. <laughs> yep. And there we go. All right. So let's see, what is some actual news associated associated with this? What does the actual news say? So let's go to the Times. Okay, New York Times. Oscar nominations 2020: Joker and Irishman lead the nominees. Once upon a time in Hollywood, 1917, and Parasite. Now here's the thing, guys. I've actually seen quite a few of these movies. Uh, Irishman was it was kind of boring, but it was good. And in, in the same way that the original Godfather is good, like it was just that classic movie feel, right? Once upon a time in Hollywood was. Very awesome, very Tarantino. I haven't seen 1917 or Parasite, but I have seen Joker. Personally speaking, this is me personally, I think Joker was good, but I don't think it was worthy of all of this. Okay. Let's read. Los Angeles. Netflix's poor showing at recent Golden Globes prompted madcap delight in Hollywood's more conventional quarters too bad so sad perhaps try releasing your films in more than a handful of theaters next year big tech jesus that's salty that is salt right there who is writing this brooks barnes and nicole sperling uh brooks and nicole hey listen you're salty stop it i could taste it through the internet but the hard campaigning streaming giant resumed its awards onslaught season, or awards season onslaught, as it were, because I apparently can't read. Netflix was remo- was rewarded with more than 20 nominations with some categories, like supporting actor, stacked three deep with contenders. Mm, hold on. We're going to get some coffee. The Irishman, uh, Marriage Story. Navel-gazing portrait of divorce. (laughs) I never saw that, but I hear it's pretty bad. Netflix also landed nominations for two animated films, a documentary, and the Vatican succession drama, The Two Popes. I didn't see that either because apparently I'm just a pleb. Here's the nominees. Oscar voters showered nominations on traditional films. Joker led the field with 11 nominations, including ones for Best Picture, Director, Actor, and Score. Wow, that's a lot. Let's skip down here a little bit. Do they say anything else? Here we go. Once again, the Academy excluded women from the directing race. Black actors and actresses were also largely overlooked, with the British Nigerian actress. Cynthia Erivo, Harriet, as the sole nominee. Jeez. Do they say anything else about the Joker? I'm reading this for the first time with you guys, so... Nope. Nope. It was a moment of recognition for Parasite. Wang. Greta, Little Women, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Hustlers, Queen and Slim, Harriet, delivered well-reviewed movies that connect at the box office, but women have been pushed aside. Jesus, this is more woke nonsense. It's just complaining. This is literally just complaining. There's like a third of this. A third of this. There's an entire section. That big, bold lettering, that marks an entire section. There's an entire section literally dedicated to complaining that women aren't getting enough awards. What the hell? I'm looking for Joker news. I'm looking for news on the Joker since it's the most nominated film on here and even the New York Times is busy virtue signaling. So, here's what we come away with. All right. The Joker, The Joker is apparently an award-worthy film. It's great. It's winning at least <laughs> Let me rephrase this. It's nominated for at least 11 awards right now. There's going to be a whole ton of awards that go to it. And the end of this, I just want to leave you guys with the the hook. "Hose Mad Times 24. Catch you guys next time. Good Monday afternoon, everybody. Uh, This is going to be my second attempt to record the segment because the first time I forgot to take my software off of mute so I recorded the entire segment (laughs) in Mute it's just wonderful. So Okay, here's what we got for this afternoon's video. We're gonna look at the hashtag Nancy Pelosi is fake news now it's not on here anymore earlier and we're talking like 20 minutes ago when I recorded the initial segment it was in the top tweets and it, uh, it was trending with 250 250 plus thousand tweets 250,000 tweets it's not up here anymore I imagine because it's going to be considered <laughs> at this point it's probably considered harassment and you can see you can see so many people, so many people doing so much Photoshop work. It's pretty amazing. any rate, so as you guys can see, Nancy Pelosi fake news is trending on Twitter. And we're going to look into why that is and what Nancy Pelosi has said about it. Because if there's somebody you want to trust, if there's somebody you want to know will properly characterize everything going on, especially when they give their opinion on political events of We'll call it hot-button nature like Iran citizens protesting against their government in Iran You would think that the speaker of the house would be would be pinpoint would be accurate Uh, Before we get started guys. Don't forget to like share subscribe comment leave a thumbs up thumbs down whatever it is that the youtube algorithm is demanding but the best thing you guys can do to help out the channel and to see more things like this in the future is to share this video uh, share the link on your socials or wherever it is that you think people would like to see more news like this Uh, it helps us get past all of the youtube algorithm weirdness and brings new people in Let's get started. Starting at the top with the top tweets, we'll just even go to the latest tweets in the hashtag Nancy Pelosi fake news saga. Lots and lots of stuff, lots of people. This is becoming its own thing right here. This image. Now, as you can see, (laughs) people are those Photoshop guys. You know, the Reddit and 4chan people, when they get a hold of something. mm. Lots of stuff in what looks like uh, Arabic or Farsi. We're going to go through some more, some anti-Trump, some pro-Trump, so on and so forth. All right, let's go to the top tweets. What's the top tweeters tweeting? All of this. Ooh. Ooh, mama iranians support trump there's that again so as you guys can see a lot of people ooh a lot of people are getting in on this a lot of people are interested in it but where did this come from well one of the tweets from earlier brought up this guy's twitter uh ahmed baby he's a journalist photographer filmmaker Tweets about Iran, the Middle East, U.S. politics. Retweets are not endorsements. Okay, cool. Follow some people I follow, so on and so forth. But here he put up the news article uh, or the interview, uh, the ABC interview that Nancy Pelosi did that's caused all of this storm. Let's go ahead and have a watch. brand of protesters about the fact that that plane went down, and many students just the plane that plane, and these are largely students in the street. I think the Iranians should have not had commercial flights going off when they were. That's it, it's just the plane that went down. You just ask her. Oh, well, whatever it is. Oh, they the was protesting us for killing Soleimani. Not for the people, but, but just the, the plane. The just street. letting flights go. Of course. There's different reasons, and what, what she said there at the end, you guys probably couldn't hear over my mouth. We can run that back for a second. Let's let's do that one more time. That right there is the key. She's saying there's different reasons. It's not just that they're protesting. It's not just that they're protesting the plane being shot down. It's not just that they're protest protesting their government. There's different reasons besides what Trump is claiming. Um. So uh, let's let's go. Let's find an actual news article because I'm not a I'm not a real news source. So here we have Newsweek, and for anyone asking, uh, i I've, I've got NewsGuard up. NewsGuard gives them green check marks all across the board. Uh, so let's read. By David Brennan, hashtag Nancy Pelosi. Fake news trends after speaker says Iran protest against the regime are largely students. Mr. Brennan, I believe the reason why it's protesting is because she said, eh, they're protesting different things. It's not really their government. It's mostly just the plane being shot down. They don't like that. Shooting plane down planes down is bad. Okay? As if nobody knows that. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has come under fire on social media, accused of downplaying anti-regime protests in Iran, which have erupted in response to the downing of a commercial jet carrying 176 people last week. So right now we can stop and say, hey, this is probably a little more accurate. The commercial jet being downed and 176 people being killed led to these people protesting Not the plane being shot down, but their government for shooting down the plane. Ukrainian International Airlines Flight 752 was shot down by the Iranian military soon after taking off from Tehran's Imam Khomeini International Airport. Iranian anti-aircraft troops destroyed the plane after incorrectly identifying it as an enemy military aircraft. This is important. Because I think this is what she's doing. I think what she's doing is she's linking. She's linking a chain of events, and she's creating a linear chain instead of going, eh, there's probably more to this. This is probably more than one level, right? The regime in Tehran initially claimed the plane went down due to technical failure, but foreign intelligence reports eventually forced Iran to admit its troops were to blame. Dozens of Iranians were on board, so of course their citizenship is angry too. And angry citizens have taken to the street to vent their fury and demand justice. Some are even calling for the damn downfall of the regime. Pelosi discussed the incidents with ABC News chief anchor George Stephanopoulos. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, on this week on Sunday. So the 24-hour cycle is hit and we just got this today this just became a thing today. So most of the rest of this is just exploring. We're not going to go through the entire article. I'm not going to read it all to you piece by piece. But it goes to it all goes to the same thing that we just watched. But as we go down here, the news clip we just watched kind of gets kind of gets cut off and down here we get extra Terrible, terrible tragedy should be held accountable, but there are different reasons why people are in the streets. And of course, we would love to see the aspirations of the people of Iran realized with a better situation there. But escalating the situation, unless we've exhausted every other remedy... There are a lot of bad actors who are doing bad things and threatening bad things to us. We know that. Iran being one of them. But how do we deal with that in a way that calms rather than escalates? Here's where I get my opinion from reading this earlier because, like I said, this is my second attempt recording this. Of course, we want, we would love to see the aspirations of the people of Iran realized with the better situa- situation. She's ignoring but downplaying with this. Uh, that the Iranian people are protesting what's going on in their country. Their people got killed by their government too. Plus other reports are showing that Iran wants to shut down their internet and wants to, and they have a history of of doing a very North Korea thing and isolating their country and their people to them until they get control back. But let's downplay this. Hey, that's just it's students it's just silly kids okay okay it's just silly kids that's all just silly kids in the streets uh this has nothing to do with them wanting to change their government from a a theocratic dictatorship no 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 it can't be that what it is is they're just angry that some of their friends got shot down it's a phase they'll get over it in time Never in my life has the phrase, okay, boomer, really felt as appropriate as this, including our earlier segment about Movie Bob uh, when we actually posted that to him. Well, listen, guys, uh, that's all I got for you. That's really it. As we can see, there's not really a whole lot going on with her. You go down to her Twitter feed. And she's not even acknowledging that this might have been a mis, uh, a misspeak. She's all over this healthcare thing. She's all over impeachment, but none of it. And this is her talking impeachment. None of it addresses this this clear gaffe in her speech and in her interview. Uh, she's not even addressing that the the people of Iran feel like or more accurately, the protesters in Iran feel like that she's downplayed their situation. Now, not even gonna address it. Stay tuned, guys. I'll catch you guys on my next segment. I think I've got one more coming up today. I might do two more. We'll see how the day goes, what news we have. See you soon. Oh, how the times, they are a changin'. I can't even bury the lead on you guys. Look at this. Look at this. It It's CNN. CNN. Bernie Sanders told Elizabeth Warren in private 2018 meeting that a woman can't possibly win the presidency, sources say, by MJ Lee, CNN political correspondent, updated today at 5.16 p.m. That's half an hour ago. The stakes were high when Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren met at Warren's apartment in Washington, D.C. one evening in 2018. Blah, 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 blah. That evening, Sanders expressed frustration at what he saw as a growing focus among Democrats on identity politics. According to one of the people familiar with the conversation, Warren told Sanders she disagreed with his assessment that a woman could not win. Three of four sources said. Three of four sources Sanders denied the characterization of the meeting in a statement to CNN. It's ludicrous to believe that the same meeting where Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> I could just see him, see him saying this too. It's, it's just ludicrous. It's ludicrous to believe that at the same meeting where Elizabeth Warren told me that she was going to run for president, that I would tell her a woman could not win. Sanders said it's sad that three weeks before the Iowa caucus and a year after that private conversation staff who weren't in the room are lying about what happened what I did say that night was that Donald Trump is a sexist a racist and a liar who would weaponize whatever I could do I believe a woman can win in 2020 of course after all Hillary Clinton did beat Donald Trump by three million votes in 2016 well not exactly Bernie that's that's the popular vote is is not what we go by here in the United States because if it was then there would only be like four places, four states in the United States, Texas being one of them, that that actually mattered. Let's be real. So before we go too deep into this guys, ah uh, this is my this is my last segment for the day. I'm going to smash all this together. Uh, all my my other two segments with this one, and, and I'm going to throw it on Anchor, on the Anchor podcast, and it'll go out to, like, all the podcasting sites. Anchor distributes for me to nine other sites. Um, you guys check that out. Uh, if you like what I do here, please like, subscribe, share. Uh, sharing is really the best way to get this information out to other people and to encourage what I do to grow and be better, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's, let's move forward. So this is CNN. CNN, the anti-Trump network, is now bashing Bernie. Bernie, who is quite often uh, posed as the uh, the person who can beat Trump. What are they doing? What are they doing? How is it they are characterizing their favorite son, the the man of the college age person? How are they doing this as a as a, as a thing? How is this a thing? I don't understand it. Why are they Why are they cannibalizing their own? There's there's been talk uh, on this on this particular subject. We're gonna deviate. Off of Bernie being a sexist for just a second here on this particular subject, there's talk of Pelosi finally sending out the finally sending out the uh, impeachment, the articles of impeachment to the Senate to start the trial. So that way she ties up Bernie, and he doesn't have a chance to continue for the presidency. He he can't continue to run for the uh, not the presidency, but the the primary, the Democratic primary. Why are the Democrats cannibalizing their own? And now we're seeing we're seeing CNN here. We're seeing the leftist news network. It should be LNN. Um, they're attacking Bernie of all people. Why are they trying to prop up Warren? Who knows? Maybe they think Warren can actually beat Trump. Maybe. But as we go down here, this gets even crazier. This gets even crazier. As we go on, you guys will see. Warren's communications director, Chris Ma- Kristen Orthman, declined to comment. These previously unreported details from the two senators' private meeting shed a new light on the careful efforts that Warren and Sanders appear to have made to manage their friendship and political rivalry even before the 2020 race was officially underway. From the start, even as both candidates were determined to capture the nomination, they were keenly sensitive to the risk that their rivalry could divide the progressive movement. (laughs) Name your favorite woman president. Warren has grown increasingly vocal uh, over the past few months on the role of sexism and gender equality in politics because of course she has. Why wouldn't she? What in the world else could possibly be making women not get awards? No no way. There's no way that women don't deserve awards uh, at the Academy Awards, at the Golden Globes. That, that's not possible, right? There's no way that women are just losing in politics. That's not a thing. That, that can't be right. It's got to be sexism and gender inequality. <sighs> Moving forward, on the campaign trail, Warren tells voters the story of how some male colleagues have advised her to smile more because that's a common fucking trope. That's a common feminist trope, okay? That's a common trope that is out there Because guys are always telling you to smile. Well, awkward guys that don't know how to flirt with you and they see you walking around and they want you to know that they got a thing for you. They'll go, oh, oh, smile, beautiful. Well, guess what? You've just been flirted with Jesus. But hey, what do we know, right? What do I know? I'm just, I'm just a straight white male. I can't possibly know anything. Over and over, we're told that women are not allowed to be angry. It makes us unattractive to powerful men who want us to be quiet. Warren wrote in a campaign email in November with the subject line, I am angry and I own it. Well, no, you're probably not. You're probably pandering to the woke Twitterati on the left and the feminists on Twitter who, you know, want you to be a powerful woman. In the meantime, you're probably talking to everybody else uh, reasonably. Because that's a thing. You are a politician. <sighs> oh, I need to breathe. Man. That's a, that's a lot of words that just came out of my face. Over and over, we're told. Oh, I read that already. Three weeks ahead of the Iowa caucuses, Warren is now the only woman polling in the double digits nationally. Isn't she the only woman? Is there? There's one more woman still in it. I don't think Tulsi has. Tulsi has really been. uh, She hasn't given up her her candidacy yet, but she's basically been pushed out by the rest of the Democratic Party. So really, really now. This is not to say that I don't like Tulsi, because I would prefer Tulsi Gabbard as the president. I really would. Uh, But Warren is really the only female, only woman still running. Last month, Warren said in Las Vegas that she had lived enough of my life with men, and it's mostly been men telling me to sit down and be quiet. Well, that sounds like some bullshit. Just going to say that one out loud. Senator Amy Klobuchar recently said that female candidates with as little political experience as Buttigieg would not have qualified for the presidential debate. <laughs> Women are held to a higher standard. Otherwise, we could play a game called Name Your Favorite Woman President, which we can't do because it has all been men. Ugh, ugh. Was, it, was it Klobuchar? Was it her Or was it the other one, the other, other female candidate? Because I think there was four. There might have been four earlier, but it may have been Klobuchar, who said that uh, Republicans were being nicer to her and Fox News was being nicer to her than her own party, her own people. A fraying non-aggression pact, another... New York Times first reported that Warren Sanders met in Washington, yada, yada, yada. People have decided to do what, do, decided, do they want originals or do they want copies? He's the original. All right, so we see all of this, right? I have never said a negative word word about Elizabeth Warren, who is a friend of mine. I have never said it. I never said a negative word about Elizabeth Warren. She is a good friend of mine. And a threat to the people. Yeah. Okay. Now, in a a twist, in a twist of fate, a bizarro world-esque happening in the political and news landscape, we have here a Fox News article... Defending Bernie Sanders. Video surfaces of Sanders saying a woman could be elected president, contradicting the CNN report. Oh, man. Oh, and in case you wasn't tracking, Cory Booker decided to drop out because he was getting elected. Scroll down here. We could read through all of this, but it's basically all pointing you to this clip from uh, Twitter user at Kind and unblind, 1988 Bernie Sanders, backing Jackson. The real issue is not whether you're black or white, whether you're a woman or man, blah 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 blah. Let's watch the clip. Here we go. Look at that Einstein here. There you have it, boys and girls. Fox News bringing some clips to light to defend Bernie Sanders. The Warren campaign did not immediately respond to Fox News for comment. It also did not comment on CNN's story. Sanders, however, offered a strong denial against the claims that were made about him. Because of course he fucking did. It's ludicrous to believe that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We read all of that in a CNN article. This reporting plus self-promotion at CNN is reprehensible. Uh, it's talking about others slam CNN for the report without anyone alleging the claims going on record. None of the sources were in the meeting. How can CNN publish this? The Young Turks, Emma Vingland, asked. Fox News, ladies and gentlemen. Fox News. Defender of Bernie Sanders... Maidenhood Currently stepping out To defend Bernie Sanders Now, let's be real This clip from 1988 Doesn't exactly Even if he said this in 1988 And he said uh, he's told Warren That a woman couldn't be president In what, 2016, 2018? Is what the article said? 2018, December 2018 meeting Like A clip from 1988 doesn't exactly stop you from saying something stupid in 2018. doesn't stop you from saying something stupid today. (laughs) But Birdie is denying it vehemently. And Warren isn't saying anything. And let's be real, okay? Let's be real. Until the primary is over, Warren's not going to come out and defend Bernie, whether they like each other or not. And she may never come out and say that this was negative uh, or this was a negative, that this didn't happen. You know why? Because at the end of the day, Warren is running on the Girl Power Spice Girls uh, uh, campaign here. And somehow she thinks that's going to get it. I I don't think it's going to get it. I don't think telling men, telling men who make up 49 to 51 percent of the population, wherever you are, uh, I don't think telling half the people in the country or half the people in the world that they're the problem, I don't think that's going to work. What do you think, guys? Leave me a comment below. Again, don't forget to do all the YouTube stuff. I'll be smashing all these clips together. Thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again tomorrow.